0: Hey, it's your pal, The Dancing Housewife. Are you completely addicted to ballroom dance like the doc and me? Or maybe you're just getting started or even an interested wallflower. Wherever you are on your dance journey and however you got there, this podcast is for you. So grab yourself a cup of joe and join me and Team USA member, Allison Bailey, as we wrap up the series on finding your amateur dance partner.
1: I also just realized that I hadn't answered your question about leading to auditions. So I'm going to speak a little bit on that piece too. Sure. Sure. Thanks. (laughs) I was extremely fortunate in that my first audition was with Kwong and we immediately worked out. (laughs) It was incredible. So I I remember being so surprised that he, he just took my hand and the connection was already great. And it was my first tryout. So whereas I was extremely nervous, he was confident, composed, he cared, he was you know, patient throughout the day, and I could tell that he had the qualities to make for a lasting partnership, so I felt extremely confident at the end of that tryout, and, and that was it. That's great. So after that tryout, did you cancel your other auditions
0: and just say, okay, I'm going with this, I'm going with Qualm?
1: Uh, fortunately, I I didn't have any to cancel because the others were just uh, conversations at that point. Okay. So fortunately, I didn't have to cancel on anyone. Well, that's uh, good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just it it happened as it was supposed to. <laughs> right, right. And you guys are beautiful
0: together. And he is oh. such a delightful person. He is so fun to watch, and it, I imagine he's really fun to dance with as well.
1: He is, and he is such a wonderful support because in preparation on competition day, everyone's, you know, has a little bit different of a way that you like to mentally prepare yourself to compete. And my, I personally get a little bit inward and quiet and just, you know, focus on the things that I need to do. I do like to talk with my friends as well, but I, I also like to kind of just be a little bit quiet before, right before going on. And we mesh really well with one another in that on competition day, we know today's the day where we are today. And our dancing is what we're going to put on the floor. Right. So now is not the time to worry about little things like oh, this count or that count. Now is not the time to bicker. Now is not the time to stress. It, today is the day where, we're a team, we come together and, and we go and we do what we know we can do and we have fun. And right. I am so grateful to have a partner that understands that the day of competition, you know, it it it's about just staying strong as a team, mentally right. staying strong as a team. Yeah. And he's wonderful for that. I also love his creativity. Oh my goodness. He has the most fun ideas about costumes and the most fun ideas about different ways to make the choreography interesting. Yeah. We try all kinds of different, you know, poses and different ways to execute the moves. And I really, really appreciate his creativity on that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I like your choreography, and I have to say that I'm sure you wish he lived a little bit closer. I'd like you yeah. to touch <laughs> on that a little bit for the folks listening. Allison's partner, Kwong lives in Canada and Allison lives in the United States and she doesn't live in Niagara either so she right. <laughs> she lives in North Carolina so it's quite a commute for them to practice so how do you guys navigate that
1: first and foremost i have to say that i owe so much to kwong his dedication to our partnership is the absolute reason that we're able to have this partnership he lives in Montreal and i'm in North Carolina Uh, So it is quite a challenge. And we do both travel, but he takes the heaviest burden of the travel by coming here to me at least once a month. Oh, wow. It is a full jam-packed day. So we go straight from the airport to rehearsal. We'll put in around seven or hours of rehearsal. I pack snacks. We barely sit down. (laughs) And if we're lucky, we may get a few hours the next day before he flies home. Wow. Wow. I have to say his dedication and eagerness is definitely the lifeblood of this partnership. And he still manages to balance it all around his work schedule, which hardly gives him a day off. So I truly am fortunate and grateful for Kwong. And I have to give him all the credit for making this partnership work.
0: Yeah. Now I have seen you at um, some of the USA dance competitions where we've been together in the practice room in practice clothes and, you know, sort of working. Do you arrive at competitions early or do you stay late? Do you do workshops together? Do you also try to get practice in around those competitions since you're both going to be in the same place at the same time anyway?
1: Definitely. We try to take advantage of the time that we have together and sometimes it works out great and we have, you know, a whole day and then sometimes it doesn't and we're squeezing in, you know, every minute of practice that we possibly can. Right. Um, I'd say we rely heavily on videos. Okay. So I learned all of his choreography by watching videos that he sent me. And I would text him questions about the counts. And he would record himself doing the choreo and text it back to me. And that's how we would clean it up.
0: Wow. And then
1: when we were together, we'd put it together. So so videos were definitely key. And when we do practice, I take a ton of notes. So if we're at a competition and we're cleaning something up, I am writing everything down right. in a note on my phone about what we worked on, what did we clean, and uh, we rehearse absolutely anywhere we can. So we've rehearsed in practice rooms, in the hotel lounge, in the hallways, I mean, anywhere. <laughs> Fortunately,
0: fortunately, you don't have to travel to practice with your standard partner. Let's talk a little bit about him. His name okay. is Mark. Am I correct? Yes.
1: And he is local. But how local is he also? Is he in the same town? Same studio? Mark is local as well. So he's here in North Carolina with me. And the the story on that goes... Mark and Dylan, my significant other, have been friends for years and years. So their friendship predates me by a lot, like even before I even stepped onto the ballroom dancing scene. And through my previous partnership dancing with Dylan and all of us dancing under the same coaches, I became close friends with Mark. So When dancing slowly started coming back after COVID, I had been without a partner and without competing for a couple of years. I was attending virtual classes in my living room and doing solo practice, but that's really it. So when people started returning to the sport masked, I was eager to get back on the floor. I saw this time as an opportunity that if I'm not currently dancing Latin, then I should use this time to learn standard because everybody says, you've got to learn standard, Allison. You have to eventually start learning standard. So I was like, well, there's no time, but the, like the present. So I asked my dear friend Mark, if he would consider dancing masters of syllabus with me in standard at one of the upcoming competitions. It was going to be the first competition back from COVID. And I just knew that I needed a goal to keep me engaged and i needed something to get me back on the floor because i couldn't wait for a partner to come along i needed to get myself back in you know dancing shape and dancing mindset to be prepared for my my next partner to come so it this partnership started as hey mark would would you consider dancing masters of syllabus with me and i'll start learning the standard syllabus And he agreed and fast forward one year and here we are still having fun and learning and competing. Oh my gosh, that's funny.
0: Necessity (laughs) is the mother of invention, right? Exactly. (laughs) So that's a pretty funny story if you think about it, but do you have any other funny stories or foibles that, that you want to share that came up during either the search, the partner search or any funny stories that maybe you want to share given yours and Kwong's very interesting methods of practicing (laughs) choreography?
1: Yes, I will share my favorite story. Um, But before I do, I have to say, what's interesting is that I have like, you know, with dancing with Kwong, dancing with Dylan, I dancing with Mark and then having Dylan too, it's almost like we have a whole crew. We're like a, a whole ballroom team, if you will. So we show up at competition, it's the four of us, you know, hanging out. So my funny story uh, kind of builds on that. So my favorite story is a flyby dance partner is what I call it. It was <laughs> February, Kwong's flight was flying out of Montreal in winter weather. So naturally there was a flight delay And then there were several flight delays. And finally, it was the hour of the competition heat. um, And Kwong had still not arrived at the venue. So I was on the phone with him. I was like, how are you doing? He said, I'm changing in the cab. I will be there. You know, be ready for me. I was like, okay. So Mark and Dylan and I formed a plan that as soon as he arrived, we were going to work like a whole crew to just get ready, get him ready basically. So the moment came and Kwong runs in through the front door and into the ballroom. And I'm handing him the waiver and the pen. And like, he's re- he's signing the waiver on my back and Dylan grabbed his luggage and, and Mark's pinning on his number to his vest, And we're all just kind of swarmed around him trying to get him ready. And he's <laughs> changing his shoes and we did it. Like it was only, you know, it felt like only a few minutes later and we were dancing our heat. So it was just so funny because he, he barely made the heat but he was ready to go and it, <laughs> the whole team of us you know, jumped into action to make it happen. So it was pretty fun. That is funny. So
0: we're getting close to wrapping up. But before we do, I now want to tell our listeners the reason it took me two months to get Allison on the podcast is because even though the advice column ran in October, she was busy globetrotting. She and her partner, Kwong, represented the United States at the Senior 1 and Senior 2 WDSF World Championships. Senior 1 was in Portugal, correct? And then Senior 2 was in the Netherlands? Yes. Yes. So how exciting is that to be part of Team USA? And congratulations. Um, I'm so happy that you got to do that. Thank you. Can you. Can you share a little bit about that
1: experience absolutely thank you so much um so you know i forget to think about the long distance challenge sometimes because i'm just in it but it does add a layer of complexity um our competitors are likely practicing together several days per week and we only see each other about once a month Kwong and I met around June of 2022 and we competed for the first time in October of 2022 and a year later we went to the WDSF World Championships. So I I do have to remember that it's it's quite exceptional that we've as a team have pulled this off in just one year. So it really is. It really <laughs> thank is. you for saying that. I'll say it was my first large scale competition and it was awesome and to be honest, I was so jet lagged that I didn't even have the energy to be nervous once I got there. (laughs) And I think that kind of helped. So what I did was I just took the advice that I was given by a coach. And she said, when you're there, soak it all in and just enjoy every minute of it, because it is an honor just to go and be there with all these other amazing dancers around the world. She said, it's more than just a competition. It's an experience. And remember that you are representing your country. Be your best self to everyone you meet. Enjoy the dancing no matter the results. Look around you and just appreciate every moment that you're there. And so I did.
0: Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a great offer from BodySpring. For a limited time, listeners of Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife receive 20% off the revolutionary Presex patented products and virtual library developed by physical therapist Dr. Mina McCullough. Presex is a system of exercises that maximizes the power of fascial release, which induces stability and joint alignment, speeds up recovery, and facilitates relief from chronic and acute pain. Visit bodyspring.fit to learn more and be sure to use holiday coupon code Dr. MinaPT. That's D-R-M-E-E-N-A-P-T at checkout to claim your 20% off discount.
1: It was truly an honor that USA Dance sent us out to be representatives of the U.S. And I am grateful that I've had this experience in my life. And I'm grateful for Kwong and Mark and Dylan, my coaches, and all of my dance community who've been a tremendous support in my life. I absolutely loved it. I'll share my favorite moment of the event, too, if that's okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so... Kwong and I had become friends with some of the other couples there as we were in the practice room and, and sitting around and waiting on the event. And one, partic- one couple in particular was a similar situation to ours where their partnership was new and they had a long distance partnership. And we bonded very quickly because of this. Later when it was close to the time that we were all going to dance and everyone was getting close to the on-deck area they were doing their warm up and their last minute kind of stretches and things and doing the shoe brushing. I began looking for a shoe brush as well, um, but I hadn't brought mine down to the on-deck area with me. And suddenly someone reaches over to hand me a shoe brush and I look up and it's the gentleman from that partnership. And he's just looking at me with a kind smile. So it was such a nice moment because, you know, it was a reminder that though we're competitors, we're friends and we're all here for the same passion. And those are the moments that you want to create when you go to these competitions, anywhere you go. And those are the moments that you want to remember. So that was that was special.
0: You know, Pat, my husband, who I famously call the dancing doc, and I, we talk about this all the time. Part of the addiction to competitive ballroom dance is The fellowship. Yes. Some of our dearest friends are people who don't live very close to us, but they've grown to be like family members. And I think having common interests and shared experiences really does draw people closer together. But I have a similar situation. We were in line at a competition and the couple in front of us were good friends and they're very good dancers. We were dancing smooth. And. You know, we always chase them. We're chasing them all the time. You know, we never catch them, but they really set the bar for us and they really inspire us. And she looked at her partner, the follow looked at her partner and she said, oh my gosh, I forgot my bracelets. And I happen to have two bracelets, thick bracelets on each wrist. So I took two off and I tapped her on the shoulder and I gave her two. And she looked at me and said, are you sure? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I don't want you to go out there without bracelets on. And after that, she came up to me and she said, I have to tell you, that's one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. And you just never know when something that you do is going to impact someone else or and you, you know, you never know when to expect when someone's going to do something for you. And it is those moments that I think are a huge part of the addiction for us anyway, You know, because when it's all said and done, it doesn't really matter who wins or loses. I mean, we're all competitive and we're all going to try our best, but you take with you those connections. So
1: absolutely. Oh, you said that so beautifully. And I agree the the connections that we make with fellow our fellow dancers are. They're so important and special because. We do all love this so deeply. And it's not every day that you meet someone in your hometown who has the exact same passion that you and just in an instant can understand your love for the sport, for the art. And so we really are fortunate to be exposed to others that have that same passion. And I'm I'm so glad to hear that, that that occurred. I mean, it's just, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, it's really wonderful. All right, well, before we wrap up, If you have to give one piece of advice for the folks listening who are searching for their amateur dance partner, what would it be?
1: Absolutely. I'm so glad that you asked that because I said that I was going to come back to this very important point. The most important piece of advice that I'd like to offer you is that you truly have to believe that your partner is out there for you. You may think that your situation is too challenging or nuanced, but it is not. Just throw out a net stating exactly what you're looking for in a dance partnership. What can you offer? What are you looking for in return? And be very clear about what those expectations are and and see what comes back to you. Because here's the thing, someone is looking for you too. And what my journey showed me is that the real opportunities came to me once I changed my mindset. I had to truly believe it and I had to find a way to get through my own discomfort of saying what I really wanted and being okay with that. So my advice is get the word out, put yourself out there, even if it's a bit uncomfortable and you feel kind of silly and truly believe in what you want to happen and it will come to you.
0: Allison, I want to thank you again for taking the time out of your day to have a coffee break with me and to share your experiences. Please give my best to Kwong and to Dylan and to Mark. Absolutely. (laughs) And as always, happy dancing.
1: Thank you, Antoinette. Thanks for having me. That's all, folks.
0: If you're a fan of Coffee Break with the Dancing Housewife, click the like button, share us with your friends, and be sure to tune in every week. New episodes drop on Mondays at 4 a.m. Eastern Time.